0: Hello, welcome to therapy talks. I'm Chris place and I'm a psychotherapist. In this podcast series, I'll be chatting with different people about their experiences, their lives, their loves, their challenges, and what helps them find their way forward in the world. We'll also chat to different therapists and researchers about the models of therapy that they use to get a better understanding of these different approaches and how these different approaches might be useful at different times for different people. Hopefully it'll be lots of human connection and conversation about the challenges we have and also about what helps us get through. I hope it's gonna be fun, enjoyable, entertaining, engaging, informative. Anyway, let's go on the journey. Hello, welcome to episode two of Therapy Talks. Um, i had uh it's been a bit of a it's been some weeks since the first episode of season three. um had great intentions obviously of doing of being more regular with the episodes, trying to do them every two weeks and that was the plan with season three. had somebody lined up. And then everything changed. And I suppose everything has fundamentally changed in my life and in my family's life. Um, Sadly, uh, my father passed away very suddenly. Um, And a month ago. And that has literally changed the fabric of my universe and all our universes so we have been thrown into a space that's been hard to fathom and i uh, you know every day is brings a different set of challenges as we try to come to terms with the absence of my dad from our lives um and from my life so I'm finally, you know, you know trying to get back to work and it's been really difficult at times and I wanted to somehow capture the experience of grief and loss in a way um because you know as as a therapist I work with people who who are grieving, who are bereaved, who you know are dealing with all manner of losses um and to be in that lived experience um I suppose brings an insight or an awareness to stuff that I thought might be useful for this podcast um often when we reflect on things we we reflect with the sort of passage of time and and that's that can be that's really useful, but I guess sometimes there's a distance then and I'm just in it at the moment. I'm in this space of grief, and so a colleague of mine, i had been talking to uh, a psychotherapist and a supervisor trainer, uh, a dear friend. Um, we had talked not long after the funeral, and and I had said I was thinking of maybe trying to put into words the, my experiences and 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 do something with the podcast. And then she had said, "Well, why don't I interview you, or you know?" And and so that's what we've done. We we've the the episode is focusing on grief and loss, and maybe some of the things that might be useful or helpful to people, or whatever, or not. Um. But it's really very much a personal, my personal sort of experiences. Um. And so, yeah, I'm delighted that I got the chance to talk to Elaine uh, Elaine King so yeah we'll get started and um yeah um hopefully it's okay thanks well hello everybody um so i'm delighted uh to be here with a uh, psychotherapist uh supervisor and trainer uh, elaine king elaine how are you
1: how are you doing chris and thanks for having me on
0: yeah well no it was uh it wasn't planned I suppose initially you know circumstances have brought us here I suppose I mean I we, we've we worked together
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, over the years and uh we teach and stuff that together so mm-hmm. you we, we know each other well but um yeah like so as I said in the intro uh, we're doing this podcast kind of we're going to talk about grief and loss and how How we work with grief and loss and how we support grief and people who are grieving and who are going through those experiences. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I suppose it's very personal, um, Mm -hmm. given the recent passing of my dad. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm very much in the midst of grief's grip. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was really to have a chat about that, really. And
1: one of the things that we decided to uh, to do was to have me here so that uh, I might support some kind of reflection on it, uh, given that your experience is so recent.
0: Yeah, and that you're quite good at the therapy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well,.
1: <laughs> I'm good enough. Isn't that
0: what it's all about? Isn't that about being good enough? Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's it. It is to be able to re- reverse it. The typical thing would be I would do the interviewing, but I think mm-hmm. we were saying it might be useful maybe to reverse that a little, just because I'm mm-hmm. in the midst of it at the moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm all yours.
1: Yeah, you're all mine.
0: <laughs> so, well,
1: first of all, thanks for, uh, having me here. And, um, yeah, maybe maybe we can talk about. I don't know. Will all of your listeners know um, about
0: uh, your recent bereavement? So we might just start at that. With yeah. Them. So my my dad. Uh, even it's funny. Even saying the words out loud, are still mm-hmm. quite alien to me. So when, when, and I I can already feel myself getting choked up, which is, <laughs> it's going to be a long hour. <laughs> no. Um. I, like okay, so my dad passed away. On the fifteenth of November, uh, a date that now will be etched in all of our our minds mm. and hearts. Um, mm. And it was very sudden, um, mm. so there was no preparation. You know, there was no kind of uh, you know. I, I I I suppose I've worked with people who are grieving or have been bereaved, um, mm. and, and it's different for everyone. And and obviously, for I suppose for us, that the, 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 there was the no preparation, and you know, Dad woke up in the night and was dizzy and mm-hmm. you know that was a friday night and by by monday night he he was he, he, he had passed and it, it's very hard to kind of capture the experience in a way because it was so um it's like being in an altered state you know mm-hmm. you're having these experiences that were are utterly profound um and then it's afterwards in the reflection you're going wow did that happen you mm. know and mm. and so i mean we, we 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 had to drive to dublin um he'd been brought to dublin then for a, an emergency procedure and we had to drive there and and say goodbye to him and and i mean that was heartbreaking um and, and also mm. incredibly uh, profound and like even the journey up was filled with laughter and tears mm. you know it was so strange mm. like we were on the way up to say goodbye to our dad but yet we were in the car and yeah I mean there was uh, there was memories and it, all of that kind of stuff becomes you start really clear memories emerging of, of our all our different experiences of dad you know so yes yeah. so so we're that's talking where,
1: about Chris an experience that's very very recent
0: it's very recent so I'm still very raw in it and I I don't mm. I think one of the reasons for doing the podcast, Elaine, was that I often listen to things and they're very much long times after long time after the event. You know, it's a bit like Mm. we psychotherapists, we might talk about anxiety or you might hear things saying, well, I used to be anxious. And then, you know, I did Mm. this, this and this or whatever. And there's something about the experiential nature of our work as therapists Mm -hmm. that we're Mm -hmm. with people in it. And Mm -hmm. to me, that has real value to be in mm-hmm. it with somebody. So I, that was mm-hmm. my rationale for doing the podcast and also to help me so process a, as well. Mm. So
1: in a way, are you also saying that, you know, you're that you're here today with me describing something that you're still in and that yeah, you're still moving I,
0: I, through? I, I, I'm not looking at it through a lens. I guess I'm in it. So I, I it's a strange one. I'm both observer and participant all at the same time, if that makes sense, do you know?
1: So it's, tell me a bit about that.
0: So it's, a, I, I think it's probably to do, it's probably called dissociation or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but on the one moment, I'm almost observing everything as it's happening and then I'm utterly in it. So I'm like, I can be going through my motions and everything is fine and good. And I'll be able to chat to people and tell the story of what happened. And it's mm-hmm. like I'm describing an event that I, like a, am telling a story and then suddenly mm. I'm brought right into the reality of the experience that my dad is gone and mm. what that means and the reality mm. of that situation. So that's what I mean by observer and participant. Do you know, I, I I, yeah, it's it's uh, and I, I went back to work last week, you know, as therapist. So. Mm-hmm that was very so surreal you,
1: you've been off for for a couple of, yeah a couple I took, of
0: weeks so there was I mean from it was three weeks from when we lost out I took three weeks off in total which mm-hmm. in hindsight doesn't seem like a lot really to be honest um mm. but I did feel that because of Christmas coming up that it would be good just to go back to work for a couple of weeks and then I'll have another bit of time off you know
1: and yeah. and so what's it like being back at work um
0: it's actually been really good clients are amazing of course you know they're all Mm. so lovely and they're all coming in and they are being very kind of you know and it's very hard they're saying it it is that thing of like not knowing is it okay for them to tell to talk to me about whatever's going on for them because I'm in the midst of this grieving process um and, and and by when we put it into the room and into the space between us like it's absolutely fine because I can say, "What's it like feeling that you can't?" Do you know? And then we mm. we're, we're then we're doing it therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can mm. do it then once we once we acknowledge it, and rather than pretend it's not there, or you know, like that kind of old Freudian, you know, blank slate model. You know, like mm. I, I blank screen. I, sorry blank screen blank slate blank screen mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah as, as i can't work that way anyway <laughs> I can't, sure, my bloody, uh yeah you know if i go up to a guard a checkpoint sure i'm guilty for you know i i yeah um, yeah anyway yeah
1: so i'm just i'm just going back so the the your your dad got ill quite suddenly yeah yeah it. and so within a couple of days you find yourself on this trip that you were describing with with your siblings is it yeah so laughing
0: have, and laughing and crying and so we had two crying. kind of was two carloads of us um two cars driving up and there was a very i mean yeah like you know i had the, there was a funny it was a funny experience i suppose but it was it's funny how things happen you know and even afterwards we did a lot of laughing afterwards as a family you know a lot Man. of laughing um we that we were driving up and we had stopped in that lung, you know to use the, the the toilets or like the facilities and uh, mm-hmm. you know for anyone who knows me i have the bladder of a small child like it's really <laughs> embarrassing and uh, so we had been and i was thinking grant this should be fine now and within about five minutes i needed to go again and mm-hmm. i was there to my brother my brother was driving one of my brothers and um he was driving and I said to him, uh, sure, you might pull into the side of the road shortly onto the hard shoulder and I might just have mm-hmm. a, another pee. And he was like, I'm not pulling up on the side of the road. That's very dangerous. Not with speeding cars. No way. And it's dark. And I was like, all right, well, a lay-by. So yeah, when there's a lay-by. And I was going, grand, there'll be a lay-by soon. So it goes on and on. And, you know, it's like 20 minutes, half an hour. You know, it was getting, I was getting concerned at this point. And I was kind of thinking, okay. So I, I'd, I'd remind him of the lay-by. And he'd say, yeah, yeah, I'm looking out for a lay-by. And, it's going on and it was 40 minutes and 45 minutes and mm. you know this was becoming the main focus of my attention was my bladder mm-hmm. rather than what was what we were about to where, where we were going and uh, next minute I see the sign for the apple green you know on, on, on the way to just before the toll near Dublin and mm-hmm. we're going past it so we're not driving into it and I'm like okay, okay. No, yeah and it went on like this and then suddenly you're you're seeing signs for Lucan, and you realize there's a dawning realisation that there will be no lay by, mm. that there will be no lay by. Then we're on the M50. And at this point, I'm I'm doubled over and I'm thinking maybe I should borrow a bottle. And uh, and I'm thinking, no, mm. I can't really pee in the car in front of my siblings. We're, we're, we're not there. And uh, yeah. and then my brother misses the end. My brother's given the my my other brother was given the directions and he we left it too late. So we couldn't take the turn we needed to take. So we had to drive to the airport Anyway. Then we get into the hospital and we're all there kind of waiting to be let up to ICU. And it's so strange. You're, you're in this space and yet all that was present was this bladder. And uh, mm-hmm. and in a way, when I think about that, that that experience, it allowed us to laugh and uh, <laughs> it gave us some distraction, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it gave us some support in the days past in a weird way. Me re- re- recounting the tales of my bladder. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we went mm. to Dublin and that and I mean we left we left Galway. So you went
1: to Dublin, Chris, and th- that was solely to to visit yeah, your dad at the hospital. We we, and...
0: we we knew at that point that we'd been we knew that that we needed to say goodbye and mm-hmm. that that was it. So we 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 found out we left Dublin at six o'clock. We left Galway at six o'clock and we were back in Galway at two in the morning. Mm. Um with one member of our family no more. So that mm, was okay. you know okay. that's 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 literally it you know um so
1: you went up that evening and came and yeah. came down that yeah. evening yeah okay.
0: yeah um and i i don't really want to talk about uh i i don't really want to talk about the experience I- I- I saying goodbye cuz it was so personal and so kind of that mm-hmm. was just the family there but but it was very special and it was a really mm. profound experience to be there and mm. to 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 be with dad as he departed and he mm. you know so that I, I think that was really important and that's something that i think would stay with us all like you know mm-hmm. forever you know mm-hmm. yeah to to be yeah. so i
1: suppose that that one of the reasons for doing this is kind of to look at um you know what what happens to us when we have a profound experience yeah. um, like the passing of somebody that we love and I suppose, also, what do we need? What kind of supports do we need? What kind of connection do we need? It's, you, you it, know, yeah. Thinking about it in terms of. Yeah. Therapy.
0: Ther- therapy. And it's really interesting, isn't it? Because when I think about the loss um, and I think and I suppose right now I am in a reflective space and I think about the week, the week that was I mean, the week that everything changed. But I think about us arriving back to Dublin and then those days that followed were very much, it's very interesting, I really got a sense of, in Ireland, why we. I think we do it very well compared to other countries, the, the focus on the ritual, you know, mm. so first it was like, you know, dad wasn't a religious man, he was a man of science, but we were going to have a service and we were going to have a church service in, 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 in the Catholic church in, from where he was from because he was part Mm -hmm. of the community. So Mm -hmm. I I had said, I'm going to organize everything, you know, and I just want to do that. Well, I mean, we, we were all organizing stuff, but I I said, I'd organize the, the, the funeral bit, you know, just Mm -hmm. meet the priest and make contact with the undertakers and all of these practical things. And that organization and doing that really helped actually, because it, it, it's this we're doing this and you know and then you know like dad so we dad, you know and then organizing the funeral and organizing um it, it's yeah like so organizing and then like dad you know dad, dad would have came down from Dublin the next day and then we would have had him brought to the house the following day so we had dad come to the house and we we're all there in the sitting room where we used to have all these family quizzes together you know mm-hmm. so we were saying right we're with dad and we're going to be with him all night and mm-hmm. like we dad was very conscientious about covid you know he was a man yeah. of science so you know he went he was he was very conscientious about it very strict um and really we, we 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 knew that then like dad's wishes would have been like we're we're like it's going to be family only at the funeral basically and a few close friends and because of covid because of covid yeah even though restrictions had lifted yeah that was it so that's what we did and mm-hmm we we were with dad we we on the night before um but he yeah it's uh, i'm going to talk about something because um you know me i'm a bit of a heathen you know
1: well so you say <laughs> <laughs>
0: so i I'm like not, to, i'm not sure i quite agree uh, with you but anyway I, I, yeah. it's funny my my you and my supervisor kathy also agrees with you that mm. i i proclaim my atheism on a regular occasion and she looks at me going nah i don't buy it um
1: <laughs> doth protest too much yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so for any uh, psycholo- psychology students we're talking about let me think reaction formation is that it <laughs> Is that the defense mechanism? We can call it that. I mean, but is yeah. that isn't that the the, the, the lady so, don't protest yeah. too much one? Yeah, I think that's the one. I was trying to remember. I should know this. Yeah. You better be. It is, isn't it? Yeah, you're doing. Well. <laughs> I'm having a really awkward moment. Um, <laughs> kind of going, Hi, I teach this stuff. Um, so the, the 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 morning, like, so we came back to like sleep. The we didn't really sleep much. And um, I remember waking up, like maybe slept for like an hour that night um I I literally got up and wrote the eulogy uh I just it came out of me you know and at the same time my sister was writing a poem as well but we didn't know this and we didn't know this for another 30 odd hours that she'd written a poem um and it became significant in the sense that the following morning so there was that morning the next morning so it's all a bit fake so Wednesday morning about half five in the morning you know again sleep maybe two or three hours sleep um, I get up, my brother's up, and he opens the cupboard in the kitchen. He's looking to make coffee. And so this butterfly flew out uh, of the cupboard. and then we were in myself and my brother and Annette, my dad's wife, we were we were we were, all, we were sitting there and we were drinking um, yeah, we were just chatting and drinking tea and coffee. And Mark next minute, Martin's coffee goes everywhere. and we we're like, what's wrong with you? Says, a butterfly just flew in my face. And we were like, Martin, there's no butterfly. I, you're hallucinating mm-hmm. clearly. And next minute, the lamp above dad's chair, where dad would always sit and do his crosswords in the morning and stuff, this butterfly starts flapping, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And so I started Googling butterflies and sure enough, it's all about like butterflies signify the soul or the spirit, and I was like, what? Yeah. And then I my scientific mind was going, oh well, it's a coincidence, and you know, it's you probably can get them in November, even though typically not. But I'm sure. And then like the other <laughs> or the youngest brother, he he's now he's pure science head. He's a. Uh, he Wakes up at some time in the day. He's different to the rest of us because he's he sleeps late. We're 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 all up at seven in the morning. We've got dad's gene in terms of waking up at ridiculous early, really? you know. Yeah. Oh it's ridiculous. Doesn't matter what time you go to bed at you're up at six or seven, you know, bright eyed. <laughs> and uh, Jamie because what's it we did butterflies in this house? There was a butterfly in the room. I killed it, and we were like, You can't kill the butterfly, that's dad. <laughs> 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 but uh <laughs> So, what was, was his the,
1: response to that, Chris?
0: Well, well he was just like we're well, laughing, like we we're all laughing. But I mean, it was, But as we, my then my sister's poem, and she wrote this most beautiful poem, like that. I mean, she read it at the at the cremation. It was, but in it, it talks about butterflies and feathers and coins as somehow symbols. I I didn't know anything about that, mm-hmm. but like that day, my niece found a but a just little feather somewhere in the kitchen and I mean you can explain all of these things obviously you can but there's huge comfort in it and mm. there was something very special about it that it did feel to me in some way that we were all more open to something mm. if that makes sense um, to
1: something when you say to something what do what you I,
0: I don't know but there was a sense of dad's presence I can't mm. explain it any other way mm. and I, mm. I it just felt like that for us all. I think that there was a sense that, I mean, I'm going yeah, like his physical, his his physical self, you know, like had departed. But there was mm-hmm. something about this. I don't know, you know, like that. You hear of people who talk about, you know, when somebody passes, it's almost like that spirit has. I mean, I'm I'm saying this, and I'm 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 struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling you, with it because I'm not comfortable with this kind of
1: yeah, language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But but there's that that sense of of connection.
0: Yeah, very much that. so. And that
1: ran uh, like. Uh, that was threaded through you know the family kind of in different ways and at different times yeah and,
0: and i mean i know that this doesn't happen to everyone and i'm sure it happened it, it, and maybe or maybe it does in different ways or something mm-hmm. but there was just some mm-hmm. feeling of it it gave us a lot of support and a lot mm-hmm. of holding that when we really needed the holding because mm-hmm. and and i think so when i think of it as a therapist i think of those those things that help us you know mm-hmm. and, and I you know ritual I think is really important I, I really do that the, the, the ritual of grief you know mm-hmm. there's something about that that, that was really important you're,
1: you're talking about around the funeral
0: yeah and about even the, all of the aspects to it and even at people on the street people were mm-hmm. lining the roads I mean that was profound mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. people would do that and they would stand mm-hmm. there and then the the on R.I.P. The condolences, people were leaving mm-hmm. all these beautiful condolences. I mean, that was heartbreaking, but beautiful and so mm-hmm. supportive. Like mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. and I'd never really understood that before about the importance, Do you know. I used to kind of give out about removals, you know, I'd go to removals and feel that you know going up shaking everyone's hand. But now we didn't have a removal in that sense, but we did have some, a small number of people come to the house. Mm-hmm. And that again was COVID. We, 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 we struck and and um, but that was very special you know so you
1: understand something about the importance of that having experienced yet, it you know it, from losing somebody yourself very so much so are you saying then that it to the person experiencing the loss that it isn't quite the same like these things aren't just a mere Uh, Kind of of function or behaviour of walking in and shaking hands—it means a lot more.
0: I I, certainly I can only speak for myself, but that's what I feel. Yeah, like that. I I I think it's. I used to be quite maybe a bit cynical about it and feel it was a little Mm. bit like a token. But it didn't. You know, there's something Mm -hmm. about the amount of people that we got messages from and calls from and people Mm -hmm. I might not have heard in years meant Mm -hmm. so much. Like. It mm-hmm. meant so much like mm-hmm. and not not to belittle it and to diminish it. And and, you know, it's that thing of like, what do we do when somebody has lost somebody? You know, what do we say? Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter just to be there, like, mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. say I'm thinking of you. And that mm-hmm. meant so much like mm-hmm. do
1: you know? So from the very beginning, you know, like that journey up with your brothers, I, I think it was your brothers. There my brothers, brothers and sisters. There was one brother sister- anyway was driving. I, I, there was your- two
0: two brothers and a sister in the car, and then there was another yeah. brother and Annette in the other car, yeah.
1: In the other car. So, yeah. you know, that that uh, kind of journey up together, that connection yeah, and storytelling, yeah. which included fun and uh, remembering absolutely yeah the catastrophe of not having a toilet and or not having enough toilets along the way but but you know the, that you know, that kind of coming together and sharing
0: stories that's you know kind of yeah. one of the
1: big facets of any uh, uh,
0: uh kind of ritual I, I think isn't. it's it's really important and I think it's that ritual and that sense of connection that Connecting. It is that thing of connecting, you know, the positive psychologists talk about, like, what is it, you know, the, the things that ensure, you know, contentment in the world is, is like, uh, you know, being present in the here and now, um, mm-hmm. compassion and uh, like self-compassion and social connection. Mm-hmm. And it have to be say that those three things are really important, that we were present to what was happening that you know when dad was in the in the house we were there and we were all with him and mm-hmm. it was our it was the youngest people in the family that really allowed us to really connect to dad more because um my nieces and nephews that they would come in and like my one of my younger nieces um sophia she would just she would just stroke dad's head and hold his hand and talk to him and it was mm-hmm. so so beautiful like mm-hmm. so we 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 had said that we wouldn't um Dad wouldn't be on his own, you know, for the like while he was in the house. We would be, we'd do a vigil, you know, we, mm-hmm. we'd, we'd do, we'd sleep at different points and um, we'd have a quiz and we'd drink some food. Cause we, in our family, quizzes are really important. Too. I remember. Yeah. 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 A very competitive family when it comes to quizzes. And dad was like the leader of it. And dad was so smart, like that, you know, he'd always, he, yeah, like you'd want to be on his team. Um, <laughs> uh, but, or enjoy losing. Or enjoy losing, which yeah, <laughs> none of us enjoy losing. We're very, yeah. Um, but we would so we were having a quiz and there was lots of hilarity, lots of fun. Um, you know, it was really very special, like, and we we were all there, and then, you know, you know, we, we he had been reading a book um in the hospital and he hadn't finished his book. So, like he'd been reading up on on the Saturday, he was reading, you know, and it was because it was really on the Sunday that the deterioration happened. But um, he didn't get to read it, so we finished the book for him. We read it to him, you know, and it was beautiful. It was a really beautiful thing, and I got the worst part, like. I started reading it and I, I was trying to dramatize the book. <laughs> so I was trying to read, but it was a really, really boring part of the book. So I was like, oh, this is really crap. <laughs> so then I missed all I then and I said, I'm going to bed. And uh, then the, re- but the book got really good by all accounts, you know, and I missed all. When you departed. <laughs> you know, when I <laughs> departed, Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you said
1: something um about the journey on the way up and i kind of i was struck by the phrase even though you weren't uh, talking about uh, your dad's passing but you spoke about a dawning awareness uh, about there being no lay by actually was what that phrase was um and i was struck by that because you know sometimes it is slowly that awareness dawns yeah. on us isn't yeah. it you know so oh my god there isn't going to be a place to go to the toilet yeah. here but i wonder about about um that phrase, you know, about our yeah. dawning awareness and what was yeah. happening with your dad. Does that does that feel
0: Yeah, it, it does. Um, it, 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 it is. And in a way you can think of that, you know, that being a metaphor very much for that dawning awareness that there was no lay by. And it was that dawning awareness that, you know, that that we were saying goodbye to dad. And um, and then that dad was gone. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing that I notice now more than anything is the the dawning awareness at different moments um mm. that, that I won't see my dad again, and that, that mm. breaks my heart, like mm. it really mm. does. Mm. Um and that's the grief bit, really. You know, that's the bit that I mm. don't know what to do with sometimes, you know.
1: And so you say the daw- dawning awareness. So is it like, you know, what that sounds to me as as I'm listening is that you you're yeah you're moving into or uh, growing into or emerging into mm. some kind of realization. So yeah. it's the your awareness gets more yeah uh, around what has just happened.
0: That that that's that's it. I mean, it's it's you know it, it, it's like. It's that sort of thing, like, where he's still very much alive in my head, do you know, mm-hmm. and I can hear his voice because it's, mm-hmm. you know, like he was literally I have three missed, three missed call, three voice messages saved on my phone, you know, mm-hmm. that just a couple of days, you know, dad was ringing about a printer. Like, have you mm-hmm. get that printer sorted out? And it's in my head. Mm-hmm. And, and so I keep thinking there's those moments where I think, you know, I'll ring dad or I'll ask dad about that. now. Like, there's, we have an issue with our sliding door at the moment. And mm-hmm. I'm doing my best to fix it. But I broke it somehow, don't ask me how. And now I'm trying to fix it. And I like dad would be the person I dream for that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: it's that moment you go, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something about the that process, you know, they is a Kubler Ross's stages of grieving process. You know, I, I don't really buy the stage process in the sense I think it's you're going all over the place with stages, mm-hmm. and, but there's mm-hmm. something around not moving from non-acceptance to acceptance or something like that and moving from a denial i mean I, I i get really angry sometimes and be full of rage and then you know all of these emotional processes but one of the things that came up for me and i don't know if i'm i have you know i have a tendency to talk and get lost so you can You're bring, okay, yeah? bring me bring me back you know reel me yeah. back in yeah. was um and yeah I wanted to talk about yeah so the growing awareness I'll, I'll come back to what I was going to say uh, in, okay. in a minute but the growing awareness <laughs> the connection to that awareness and the acceptance it's all part of it you know hmm. and it's it goes up ebbs and flows right uh, yeah ebbs and flows you know um Uh,
1: It's not a straightforward um, dawning, if you like it. it.
0: it. It's it's not a linear like A, Hmm. B, C, D, E, F, G, and then you've got to G. It seems Hmm. to go like A, B, D, G, E, A, C, B, yeah yeah it's it's a bit twisty and turny
1: so as that's happening what what what's that like and i'm thinking again about you know as we're working with each other and Mm. with our clients you know as we're moving through life together Mm. but also supporting clients what helps during that um somewhat Mm. uh, chaotic um evolution or chaotic awareness
0: yeah that's a really good question. And I'm just trying to have a think about I suppose, what has helped you. Maybe yeah, is, yeah. So I suppose talking about it as much as possible with mm-hmm. people, with people that matter, mm-hmm. um, with people that can hold that space. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes people might be a bit uncomfortable with it. So I, I don't want to talk to somebody who wants to change the subject or isn't there. I I can't be dealing with that. So I need to talk to people who can really be with me in it Mm. and that really helps and then going for walks outside Mm -hmm. in nature cycling swimming in the sea or in the pool something for me that's been really helpful actually to be connected to something in the Mm. present moment Mm. um so that's been those kind of things um and the other thing is expression like I was I was like a my poor siblings like I was chasing them around the place. If I heard anybody say, I'm going to be strong. (laughs) I'd be like, "Uh, can we just unpackage that for a second? Mm -hmm. What do we what do we mean by strength? You know, Mm -hmm. and is that Mm -hmm. stoic kind of stiff upper lip? I won't Mm -hmm. feed anything. And so I was running around saying, remember, strength is expression, not repression. Um, Mm -hmm. So that has been really important is to not it's to not feel that we have to. Push those feelings down. Mm. That they're mm. they're really important, and they're that. So, yeah. and
1: you're talking about the sadness and the anger. Yeah, and yeah. So, anything like, else that you know might be good, just to
0: so it's highlight. Yeah, the sadness, the anger, regret. I mean, there's even like one like things that maybe I didn't get to talk to with dad, or you know, there's always stuff. You, I'm going back. I'm I'm suddenly mm. seven or six or five again, mm. and I'm you know
1: yeah so so we were just talking about the you know the space to kind of be able to you know experience and express the range of, of yeah. emotions that might go with that. So there's some there'd be sadness and some anger and regret. And, and is and love
0: and joy and, and happiness. Yeah. They're all there. And it's like yeah. thinking back to stuff and, and it so it's the full range, you know. Right. That yeah. seems and they all help support each yeah. other, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like yeah. I'd be I'd be in the car or on the bike and I'd be letting an awful roar out, you know. And it's funny, I, I I don't care. Does that make sense? I don't care what anyone thinks. I didn't mm-hmm. think that would be the case. Usually I'd be very self-conscious about roaring. So I'd usually mm-hmm. do it in the sea, you know, where mm-hmm. nobody can hear. But no, I just cycle and I it doesn't matter. I need to express it,
1: you know? So things fall into yeah. a different yeah. different, perspective, yeah. know, different perspective. Yeah, mm. different and, and, perspective.
0: And and certain things matter a lot less and other things matter a lot more, do you know? i i don't really christmas is mm. funny I, I i'm not bothered by christmas now but i think it's more i'm not bothered by all the nonsense with it like all the material i don't care about that now but i mm. think it'd be really important that we're all together mm. as best we can be you know mm. that mm. that would be important you know mm. um,
1: and some, something else and um, that you said kind of going back to the beginning um you, you you were speaking even though this is it is really recent mm-hmm. you know three weeks <sighs> is a in in a very or four weeks now mm-hmm. maybe a very short period of time but you did speak about how you were then you know like there is a now and a then yeah
0: yeah i'm just wondering um...
1: about the difference four weeks yeah, makes. I, and, 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 if, and if needs change, if your needs have changed. It, that it, it's
0: more, oddly enough, it's it's harder now. Mm. It's harder now. Um, I'm finding the. So I think what it is, is so there was the funeral, there was the cremation. So were these really profound experiences that were deeply, I mean, that we were all connected together in the grief and in the raw visceral expression of that grief. And that was really health, healing, and important and necessary and vital. And then there's the days that followed. And you know, I I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like as time has gone on. It, the, the grief is still there it's different now and it's more because there's that horrible thing where you realize that the world is going ahead mm-hmm. you know wh uh, jordan has that uh, you know stop the clocks you know you know he is dead he is dead it, it, it's almost that feeling of like why mm-hmm. is the world continuing
1: mm-hmm.
0: why is yeah. the world continuing yeah. that that's the bit i think at the time you're in this bubble so you're all in this bubble together uh of grief and so
1: mm-hmm.
0: our reality is in that space and that's yeah, all we're very aware. contained very contained and it's very much day to day moment to moment it's like the funeral uh, then there's the, the day and then it's then things settle and I think that's when you really need in my mind the support of of your friends and family the most in a way and it's as as we as we 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 we, we separate out into our own individual worlds that mm-hmm. um that 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 bit i'm finding it hard it's the fact that the world is going on it's like what mhm surely everyone should stop now you know mm-hmm. so you've
1: emerged from that you, you call it a bubble or you yeah. call it a bit of an altered time an altered earlier state on. Yeah. yeah yeah so emerging from that is 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 hard and is this then where you you need that um connection and expression with I, your friends a little a I little think more
0: yeah, and like if I was in therapy, that's where I'd be going to therapy, you mm-hmm. know, when I'd be that would be it's not so much that I, and I realize it's that, you know, we don't need therapy for grief. Mm-hmm. You, do you know what I mean? Say a bit about that. So what I mean by that is you know, as often think if somebody's grieving, oh, you better go and talk to somebody about it. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to talk, you don't need to, it's not, it's not as it's not, it needs support and holding, but mm-hmm. it's not that there's something wrong with you. Or just Mm -hmm. something—not that I think there's something wrong with anyone necessarily. You know those words, but it's like it—not to medicalize it or even psychologicalize it necessarily. It is a Mm -hmm. process, and it is as normal as the Mm -hmm. stars coming out in the night and as the sun rising in the morning. It is just what it is supposed to be. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And you know, uh, I have a book, um, "Grief Counseling and Grief Therapy," and I think it's. Like this, is, I just had the book because I thought, oh, I'll do some research for this podcast. Um, I didn't do that. <laughs> Good, but but Freud wrote a famous paper called Mourning and Melancholia," he did. and he really was saying that there's something quite different between grief and depression.
1: Mm-hmm. So, me-
0: melancholia was a term used for depression, but they were very similar. But mm-hmm. that one one may need quite a bit of psychological support like depression and support through something to help process something or Mm -hmm. medication or whatever but that and and grief may need that but it it, it isn't something that it's just something that needs to be given it needs to be allowed I think it's if we can allow its process it's Mm -hmm. like an emerging it's like that butterfly you know it's the caterpillar Mm -hmm. becoming a butterfly it's just Mm -hmm. And and so can I read a poem? You can.
1: You can read a poem. You have, you've come with the poem. And you mentioned a uh, W.H. Auden poem as well. I, I did. I'm
0: not going to read W.H. Auden. Uh, yeah. You know? Well, I, I, it's a beautiful poem. Uh, you know that one? Um, I do.
1: Yeah, you've reminded me of it, yeah.
0: I love it. It's a beautiful poem. But this one is by John O'Donoghue, the wonderful mm. John O'Donoghue. Mm. When you lose someone you love, your life becomes strange The ground beneath you gets fragile. Your thoughts make your eyes unsure. And some dead echo drags your voice down, where words have no confidence. Your heart has grown heavy with loss. And though this loss has wounded others too, no one knows what has been taken from you. When the silence of absence deepens, flickers of guilt kindle regret for all that was left unsaid or undone. There are days when you wake up happy, again inside the fullness of life, until the moment breaks and you are thrown back onto the black tide of loss. Days when you have your heart back, you are able to function well, until in the middle of work or encounter, suddenly with no warning, you are ambushed by grief. It becomes hard to trust yourself, all you can depend on now is that sorrow will remain unfaithful to its, will remain faithful to itself. More than you, it knows its way and it will find the right time to pull and pull the rope of grief until that coiled hill of tears has reduced to its last drop. Gradually, you will learn acquaintance with the invisible form of your departed and when the work of grief is done, the wound of loss will heal and you will have learned to wean your eyes from that gap in the air and to be able to enter the hearth in your soul where your loved one has awaited your return all the time. Mm. 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 For Grief by John O'Donoghue. Yeah. Oh, there's
1: a lot in that
0: one, Chris. Yeah, yeah. There's so much in it, really. He He's captured. I, I mean, I read it and I went, it's like captured the, the last four weeks and the ongoingness of everything, you know, for me. Mm.
1: Um, I'm struck by the line, no one knows what has been taken from you.
0: It's so unique to each of us. Mm. Dad was so unique to each of us. You know, Um, you know, He was husband. He was father, grandfather. You know, he Mm. he was he he. We all had our different experiences of dad. You know, Mm. that Mm. were unique to us.
1: Mm.
0: You know, that's so special.
1: A lot of different experiences. Oh yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah, yeah. and over the years, you know, like so many different things, and so much change, and. Yeah. And I think it's that, you know, I was thinking what, you know, I'm just thinking of Freud and thinking of when we talk about grief therapy or going for support, it's often when we can't move beyond something because we're stuck somewhere. It's like we're stuck in a relational pattern or something that we we haven't processed that I think is what seems to make it. I don't know. They call it like, you know, I don't know, attachment theory being applied to grief that it becomes mm-hmm. what I call complicated grief. You know, it goes, mm-hmm. it moves, it, it can go on for years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and for me, there's something about though that the value of, of strength being expression and not repression is allowing the natural process. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to become frozen in time to, mm-hmm. to be complicated by mm-hmm. repression and Uh, sort of old ideas of what strength meant do you know does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. well uh, you're i think also you're saying there's strength emerges from the grieving
0: yeah Yeah. i i i I think i think it's both strength strength to allow yourself to grieve And Mm -hmm. as you grieve, you feel stronger. It's both Mm -hmm. like it's that thing of like, you know, in psychotherapy terms, we might talk about can your anger support your sadness? Can your can that part of you support Mm -hmm. another part of you? So I I think it's something Mm -hmm. around that, you know. Mm -hmm. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um so 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 one of
1: the things as well that you said there is, you know, that it is helpful to um to speak, uh, you know, about what what has happened but that sometimes people can be a little bit frightened uh, yeah. of speaking about yeah. this so so there's something as well about that isn't there that you know our ideas of what is what's strong or what's weak yeah. you know might be you know due for a little challenge um, yeah
0: i think we need to shake those things up a little bit there's some maybe and old... maybe
1: building some practices of 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 being able to speak about these things a bit more
0: yeah and and i think that's why we can it's lovely sometimes i mean obviously i'm a therapist so i'm biased by expression of emotion you know true you know i have my box of tissues uh, my therapist toolkit do you know so Mm -hmm. um i i so i i I do i do i am aware i'm coming with a different lens maybe to others but mm-hmm. I do feel that there is this thing that we, I, 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 you know, it's that idea that, you know, in, in most places, you'll get like three days compassionately, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, really that that's, mm-hmm. that's what we say right now. You've done your grieving bit off on you go. And that mm-hmm. what I think is what causes the, the problems because we've, mm-hmm. it, it's such a process that you can't just rush it into three days and say, mm-hmm. right, that's done now. And we do need to we do need to change our, our concepts and ideas of what strength is, because I, I've often heard it, you know, you'll, you'll hear somebody saying, Jews, they're awful strong. And usually what that would mean is that they didn't feel anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, mm-hmm. to me, that's called repression, disconnection, dissociation. Um, and it's usually as a result of being traumatized. Mm-hmm. And it's a protective mechanism that you, you've gone into to numb yourself from the pain of the experience. But it's a traumatic reaction to something. Mm. It's as and when we're able then to find the strength to unfold from that trauma, we can start to feel. Mm. So when we say things like "that person is awful strong,"
1: Mm.
0: what we're typically we're we're misunderstanding something. Um, And that person needs all the support in the world right now to allow themselves to feel.
1: Mm. And
0: that to me is so vital. And Mm. our our society will be much stronger if we can feel more
1: well I
0: don't know mic drop <laughs> yeah thank you yeah, do, yeah. You know, do you know yeah
1: I'm just thinking so because we we're, we're probably coming towards the end yeah. but so you you know you, you said you said earlier it's like you know there's this kind of realization that you know people are going on and living yeah. their lives and you know you've had and are experiencing this enormous loss mm-hmm. um but you know uh the sun comes up oh, every morning for you yeah, too and it uh, does yeah. so you too are you know putting one and, foot in front of the other uh, yeah what is that like you know it,
0: it's 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 it's, oh. it's i it's it's complicated <laughs> it's 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 multi-layered mm-hmm it's like I wake up in the morning, and I get up and I brush my teeth and I have a shower. And last week I went to work. And tomorrow I'll go to work. And the next day I'll go to work. And so, on the one hand, that's me joining in life's uh, rhythm. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there's a part of me that doesn't want that. Doesn't want that to be wants Mm -hmm. to stop everything and Mm -hmm. make time go back and Mm -hmm. unravel it and say no 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 you know so Mm -hmm. because life going forward means i have to accept something and Mm -hmm. there's a part of me that refuses to accept it and it Mm -hmm. it doesn't refuse to accept it but struggles to accept it Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. and and feels angry that that this has happened and yet i realize that this is the deal isn't it of being a human being that none of us get out of here alive and that Mm -hmm. why not us Mm -hmm. i remember Irvin yalam he would say why why not you we're we're not we're not we're not any different to anyone else so why not and that that oddly enough gives me comfort as well Mm -hmm. in a weird way because yeah
1: and it will be us all
0: and it will be us all and death will visit us all in different forms and if we Mm. can accept that because I do struggle with my own death anxieties (laughs) which have been heightened Mm. um but if we can accept it I think that this is the deal it does in some way give helps us it makes it something more natural rather than something that we need to shun because it's life and death isn't it Mm. and it's the cycle and every Mm. day you know is it's the sun comes up and the sun comes down. The seasons change. You mm. know, the trees grow, the leaves come out, the leaves drop down and die. And then something mm. else emerges. And that's what so it is. We all know. know
1: a lot about it already, even yeah. if we don't speak about
0: it too much. It's there. And mm. where, where where Dad is buried now, you know, it, he's in, in, in Renville Cemetery overlooking the sea. And like you're standing there, And you're at one, your foot is planted in life and death at the same time. You know, you're kind of in a graveyard, reminded of death, looking out at this beautiful vista, seeing all of life. And I think that's Mm. quite something Mm. that life can hold death and death can hold life and all of those complex things. They don't. Yeah.
1: Mm. So when you say you're going forward and it's complicated, it's. Mm filled with the entanglement of all of those yeah. thoughts and feelings
0: and so and it, it feels like some days I think I, I I get this idea of time you know and I think you know those ideas those should ideas I should be feeling better now <laughs> it's like really you know mm-hmm. this critical voice that says you know and, and that idea of you know three days compassionate leave kind of concept and mm-hmm. I I very quickly allow myself to realize that that's nonsense and that it is what it is and will be what it will be, if allowed to be what it is. Um, yeah, it's. I'm in it. It's going to be. There's going to be ver- some very tough days ahead, and there's going to be some amazing days ahead. Um, mm. And it's really lovely doing this podcast, actually.
1: Yeah, thank you yeah. for asking me, actually, Chris.
0: Oh, thanks you, yeah. Elena. I'm yeah. really grateful. And yeah, it's. I I don't know how this was. I don't. I hope it'll be okay. Hopefully people will get something from it.
1: Yeah, well, it's um, maybe good I- in a way just to to look at uh, you know a grief like this or a loss like this as something we have to kind of model our way yeah. through, you know, that uh, there is no perfect way to go through it. No, and but even as our conversation has swayed yeah. back and forth here and it, oh, it,
0: it it isn't straightforward. I suppose that the, the, the thing when I think of it in terms of this podcast, like therapy talks, what is therapy for me? You know, like mm-hmm. what is therapy for you? And mm-hmm. you know, obviously therapy for me is talking and share and I'm expressing, but it's all those it is that what we've talked about. It's expression, it's it's connection, mm-hmm. it's allowing ourselves to love, to be loved back, you know, mm-hmm. it's um. Mm in a way that's why the client work has been so kind of it's actually allowing me to connect more into my heart yeah you know? yeah you know
1: yeah
0: and by acknowledging its presence i can be really present with somebody else then right you know? yeah i couldn't have done that a couple of weeks ago not at all but i, I can now you know so that's, that's changed
1: so that's changed so yeah. already there's change there is I change think, yeah. i heard I, you yeah, yeah reflect I, I, on that earlier yeah, yeah
0: i couldn't have done it two weeks ago i, I couldn't even think about it um, but now I know I can. I know I'll start teaching again in January, and I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. I don't feel ready yet for that, but I will be ready in January. You know, I know that. Like.
1: So I think that might be really uh, something, you know, kind of good to to name as well, is that um, what doesn't feel at all possible today. Yeah will feel different or it does feel different i, I in think a day
0: that, or a week yeah or. and it's that thing uh-huh. to remind all of us for all of us but i mean i, I don't want to be like some preacher you know saying this is how you should do it but uh, but like I, I went into an american voice there for my preacher did you notice that, <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. did you yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> i was like evangelical preacher yeah yes jesus um but uh that thing of that when something feels so unbearable now that won't be forever.
1: Mm.
0: It will change.
1: Mm.
0: Um, we I, we were on the day after the funeral or the night of the funeral, sorry, the night we were all there. And, you know, I, I played a guitar. I actually, that's a lie. I can play three chords on the car. Uh, G, that's D plain. and C. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Elaine, it's, it's, you know, like, yeah, my right hand, it doesn't, my right arm hand doesn't really know what to do. My left hand moves through three chords and my right arm makes some sort of noise. But, and I've been trying to learn for years. And what, what, we were in the, the sitting room and my Jamie, my brother, Jamie is an extraordinary piano player. I mean, he played, he played when the, when dad was being taken, you know, we were there saying as the coffin was being closed, he played, I mean, we it was the most beautiful thing. He is just so talented and so beautiful in his musical playing. So he had said. So my niece Sophia, who's like ten, she she started playing. There's I I I'll name the five of them just so they can all be on. They'll all be on, on, the, the, ra- on, the, on the radio. There's mm-hmm. Sophia. There's. Uh, sam and ben so ben that's for my brother's kids so that's mm-hmm. and then there's my sister my niece katie who's my sister fiona's and mm-hmm. then there's uh, heidi and bonnie who are martin and the other fionas in our family mm-hmm. so they're all the nieces and nephews so sophia has had two guitar lessons two guitar lessons and she's doing mm-hmm. this stuff on the guitar and I'm, i was disgusted i was disgusted <laughs> how could she be so talented so then jamie says chris what chords do you know So I said, I know three chords. And uh, he says, okay, come up here. And uh, so he said, "Uh, you just start playing them as best you can. I'll join in and then sing something. So I was like, right. And and in a way, the words I sang literally the day of the funeral, that night, sitting in this room at whatever time it was in the night after a couple of beers. and I sang the words, and there was something like, and they just came out of me, um, and they went something like, so we're playing this DJ now. There's no order to the chords, and they're not fitting the lyrics. They're just being played, and and Jamie's following, and he's amazing, and it makes it sound am- wonderful. And I started singing, and it was like, um, and I'll, I'll I'll attempt to sing it on the podcast, uh, so bear with me. Go first. This is I'll probably edit it out, but anyway, <laughs> someday soon. We'll walk by the sea and smile with memories. But now we'll cry as we say goodbye. As we say goodbye someday soon. We'll walk by the sea and smile with memories but for now we'll cry as we say goodbye mm-hmm. we love you can't you see and that was it and did uh, you write that yeah <laughs> i did yeah. yeah in the moment like in yeah, the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we played it and i played it and i went jesus that's kind of cool but, like, I'd like to build it into a proper song, you know, like, but yeah, mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. But it was really, when I think about it, like, it's kind of, it captured what we've been talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is a process. And right now, it's really painful, but it will change. Mm. And we will smile mm. and we will have lovely memories. Mm. You know, and that's very that, comforting. Yeah.
1: You'll have more. And
0: yeah. And then there'll be like, there'll be new, uh, Hopefully, new additions to our family as as the years go on, and and we'll tell them stories, you know, and like mm. like it's that idea, isn't it? That memories that just as John O'Donohue who said they, they they occupy our heart, and that keeps the person alive always. You know, mm. that's how we live mm. forever. You know, we live forever mm. in people's hearts and in words, and so yeah. Mm. So this podcast will be part of kind of keeping dad alive in some way for me mm. you know and, and to mm. honor him and honor his extraordinary presence in all of our lives and mm. so that and that i yeah and that yeah that's it really mm. <laughs> mm. So that's it yeah mm. well that's been a oh dear there you go i don't know how long how long have we been chatting for anyway
1: well it's uh yeah nearly an hour oh well, that's not too yeah, bad yeah. i got the sing
0: do you think i should edit the singing out um
1: i don't think you should edit the singing out but <laughs> i have a funny feeling you might <laughs> i
0: won't no, no i wanted it if you think it, it needs to be edited out i will edit it out but if you think it's 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 acceptable for the public to experience yeah. my uh yeah uh, yeah anyway yeah
1: and something so. i heard somebody say one time that uh you know the grief in some ways, or the loss. The loss never gets smaller, but mm. we expand around it.
0: Yeah, mm. I think what you've said there. Yeah, we we expand around it. Yeah,
1: mm.
0: yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, thank you mm. so much, and Thanks, uh, I really mean that. Um, yeah, I should t- I should tell everyone Elaine is presently sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Florida um, mm-hmm. with her family um, she's going to be there because the, your family are based in Florida and you're going to be there for the next couple of months what's mm-hmm. the temperature there right now
1: roughly um, uh, probably about 19 degrees yeah, I, yeah. I, I, would, I would say
0: oh really right it's, dif- it's difficult isn't it let me just have a look at my uh...
1: exactly 19 degrees oh, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's 6 degrees right now
1: yeah.
0: and it's cold and it's wet and uh, it's dark it's... yeah a big smiley head on you so if you could see if you could see this uh a big smiley head as i go on about the six degrees uh, uh, she keeps sending me pictures of like beautiful this sunsets and, and i'm just like why, why is she doing this it's healing it's healing that's That's how (laughs) it is healing yes it is I feel very healed by them good 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 I have you know another another feeling to add to the list envy you know
1: (laughs) that's also healing
0: it's also healing. yeah feel (laughs) your level on some level yeah Yeah. 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 so look Elaine thank you so much uh you know for for doing this I really I mean it. it it's it's a it's a conversation that uh will stay with me, I think. Mm. Um mm. Yeah, yeah, they're
1: important conversations. I, I think they? so.
0: I think we need to talk about this stuff and we need to know. And I think the comforting thing for me, again, it's that therapy piece is that it will change and mm. it will become something different. And the, yeah, the terrible pain I might feel on a given day, I won't feel forever. Mm. You know, I won't, because mm. that's if I allow the process to be what it is, then I know mm. I won't because I know that mm. through all of the all of the humans that have ever lived before. And all of the that, that, that this this grief has a cycle and if we allow it to be what it is, mm. we can heal more through it and it doesn't have to get stuck and complicated and messed up and yeah, can,
1: and what you know speaking you know connection with with yourself and with nature and then with
0: others and with others and and if you are stuck in it and it is really hard go and talk to somebody exactly go to somebody who will listen with empathy Mm -hmm. and with love and with compassion Mm -hmm. because those are the healing pieces and they're the things that we need so
1: not to confuse strengths or doing well with motoring on regardless of what's happening inside
0: exactly yeah Mm. strength is expression Mm. and it is connection to your process Mm. and it is a courageous thing to do and a helpful thing to do and a very helpful thing to do Mm. so on that note
1: on that note chris thanks again
0: no listen and thank you so much and thank you everybody for listening um I realise it's quite a personal podcast, but the nature of these podcasts is that they are personal, um, and I hope you find something, or yeah, you enjoyed it at the very, or you enjoyed my singing, if if nothing else. Um, <laughs> so look, thank you very much, and I'll chat to you all next time. Bye bye, Elaine. Bye bye, Chris. Take good care.